Hey Sporkies, Editing Dan here. Bit of a last second pivot. Apologies if you were looking forward to the Mean One review. Unfortunately, it is not showing at either of our local theaters. The closest viewing is about an hour away. And if we wanted to put out an episode this week, we were just going to have to pivot. I've also had a lot of finals work this week too. Regardless, we wanted to get an episode out. So we reviewed Troll, which came out about three weeks ago, December 1st, I believe, on Netflix. Not a terrible movie, but you'll have to listen. I think there's a lot of good discourse and an actual like review was had this time around. Either way, uh, just as a reminder, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram, at Bloody Spork. If you want to email us further movie suggestions, you can email us at bloodysporkpod at gmail.com. Uh, just a reminder, if you haven't already, rate us five stars. Leave a review. Tell your friends about it. Spread the Bloody Spork word. Get us some holiday cheer. Revan. Next week is Krampus. The following week will be our year in review. I think that's going to do it from me. Enjoy the episode today. Or whenever you're listening. Enjoy the episode. Thank you. Hey, Sporkies. Welcome back to another iteration of the Bloody Spork Podcast. Today, I have Gavin with me. Hey. We are here. We are talking a movie that you're going to say isn't a horror movie. All right? You're going to... You're gonna, be at your arms and ready with pitchforks and everything, ready to riot. I know, I understand, I'm sorry. We're going to blame the mean one and its lack of distribution this <laughs> week. We're not going to have, I refuse to take personal accountability for this Correct. error. Unfortunately, two errors occurred. I thought the mean one came out December 15th. It actually came out December 9th, my fault. I also assumed a movie clearly as bad as it is would have been released straight to streaming services as well. It wasn't. So a bit of a misplay. And even then we were still going to go watch it in theaters, but the closest theater to us actually showing the movie is an hour away. And until bloody spork puts a penny in my pocket, <laughs> I cannot justify driving an hour to watch a movie as bad as that clearly is. Yeah. If y'all ain't were... paying for our gas. So yeah, for real. <laughs> Had this been like, you know, it chapter two or, you know, huge. Oh, yeah. Really want to see it kind of movie. Sure. I'd, I'd make the drive, but not for that movie. Sorry. Uh, so today we're talking about Troll, which came out, I believe, December 1st on Netflix. Netflix original uh, in the vein of a kaiju movie. So similar to your Godzilla and I guess technically Cloverfield Lane is a kaiju movie, if you want to look at it that way. But um, this movie is not very good, in my opinion, unfortunately. I think it's a fine. If you like watching Godzilla-esque movies, then give it a try. But it doesn't do anything different when I think it had the potential to be very different. Yeah. Um, Gavin, our resident Godzilla lover <laughs> will have to hear his opinion on it. But for me, briefly, I'll just say it didn't. I, I have not seen a lot of Godzilla movies. I've seen the two recent ones where it's Godzilla versus Kong. But this didn't do anything. It was just very it's a safe movie. They don't do anything too risky. The lore behind it all mythology of the, the troll itself is cool. I don't but it's not cool enough to, to bring up the value of this movie because everything else is very on the nose, formulaic, expected, corny, etc. So yeah, I would um I I mean I definitely like it more than you do, but I would I don't think that you're 
critiques are wrong. I mean, they, they're all valid and pretty much on point. Um, the thing that, that, since you touched on like the lore and, and, you know, the history of trolls in Norway or whatever, they, that's what I, besides the action of Godzilla and Gamera and all those type of movies, this one lacked in that action a little bit. It had some action spots, but nothing like a Godzilla or a King Kong. But um, it's I, I enjoy the fantastical idea of the lore in these kaiju movies. Um, creature features do the same thing. Um, anything where you take normal life and you kind of throw a wrench in it with a big gigantic monster. That's I'm all about that shit. That's me, you know. So I, I, I enjoyed it just be, for that, for that aspect alone. Um, it's different from Godzilla and the fact that it's, it's lore is way more based in reality than the whole, you know, I'm sure everybody's seen Godzilla at this point and they know like the hollow earth and the, you know, the, the anti-gravity vortex that you like, all of that is so otherworldly that it, kind of takes away from the whole earth aspect of Godzilla and Kong in my opinion but I still I, I still enjoy that a lot this without giving away any spoilers it's very down to earth in my opinion in the, in the realm of kaijus where it takes something that actually you know in a far-fetched way could have actually happened whereas hollow earth and all that is is you know let's be right that's not real <laughs> whereas this kind of makes you think okay trolls are a little more fathomable than Godzilla <laughs> so it's um I, it was fun. I don't know. It was. It wasn't anything crazy, and like Dan said, it, it's because of the fact that people categorize Godzilla as a horror. I think it's fair to categorize this as a horror. Um, and I, sorry to interject. I do think in concept, and basically uh, agreeing with what you're saying, I think in concept, by proxy of the fact that this is a realist, more realistic, grounded tale, like the idea of. Not necessarily trolls, but giant people, even as a concept, right. is very real. And while, and, and to an extent, scientifically speaking, might have actually been a thing, but it's really how you want to interpret certain scientific findings. So I think that I think this is a bit scarier in, like I said, in concept comparatively to a uh, Godzilla movie because of the potential of realism within it. So at, at its core, base layer i'd say outright scarier than godzilla yeah i'd say the realism yeah i get that so troll uh 20 like i said 2022 release december 1st of this year directed by roar uthag uthag sorry mispronunciations again yeah, that name this, is tough <laughs> this is uh we should preface as well this is another foreign movie which interestingly enough didn't think gavin and i would specifically cover a foreign movie but we are this is uh it does have the original dub of the movie is purely Norwegian. Mm-hmm. I believe all the actors are probably Norwegian. I'm not fact checking, so like don't don't I mean the names you know? they're yeah. nor- they're at least I, from I, like <laughs> you know how I like to usually give out shout outs to the actors. I'm not gonna try after last week's episode in Gonjum and trying to pronounce those names, I've decided I will now just not what do you so. mean, dude. Mad Sjogyard Peterson. <laughs> that's you know that's pretty pretty close. You know, and Gavin Gavin might be onto something with that. But yeah, because I'm white. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Either way, um, not sure a lot of discography of the director and the actors, et cetera, et cetera. Again, 
Would you guys really know anyway? Probably not, huh? Hmm. 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 We, we, we probably got some Norwegian listeners. Hinga Dinga Durgan, Leif Erikson Day. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, we we are we do participate in the practice of uh, Leif Erikson Day around here. So big Leaf guy. I believe I'm a big fan of his work. <laughs> I think Gavin brought this up and mentioned it to me because it was like the number one foreign film for Netflix ever or something along those lines. I forget the fun fact he texted me, but it's within that vein where like it's viewership or the numbers it got yeah. spiked something along those lines. Again, fact checking. Good luck guys. <laughs> uh, so like I said, <clears throat> it's a fine movie. Uh, I, I, if you want to check it, if, if you're into Kaiju's, why not check it out yeah. uh, again? The lore is real. I would assume like all the historical things they say about what Norwegians used to believe. Like, I believe it's all, I believe it all to be true. Uh, I would say it comes from a place of reality as Gavin yeah. mentioned. As, as far as I know, it's pretty, you know, as accurate as you can be to actual like Scandinavian folklore. Yeah. So we'll get into the spoiler section now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before no. we get into spoilers, I have an yes. ethical question for you. <laughs> Oh, I also forgot our Rotten Tomatoes bit. So go ahead. You can do your question first. We'll save that for after this. So I was just thinking, and I don't know if there's already any discourse on this, but what is your thoughts on calling a film that isn't produced or created in or anything in Japan, calling it a kaiju movie? Is that just a kind of agreed upon term now rather than Mm. the actual meaning of the word? Interesting. Um, I'll have to let me look at what is, is there. Well, because okay, I see, I see. Sorry, I was looking up the specific definition behind kaiju. Uh, yeah. Wikipedia has it listed as a Japanese media genre that focuses on stories involving giant monsters. Right. Okay. So this is a story about a giant monster, but it's not from Japan. Right. But it's been categorized by many people on social media and all critics a kaiju film. So I don't know if that's kind of just the thing now. Mm-hmm. Or and what would we call it otherwise? Would this count as a creature feature? Because typically, right. to me, creature features are more human esque beings mm-hmm. that are like not now they're not giant otherworldly. If that makes sense. Interesting. Um, I'm not sure. In terms of ethics, it it, it seems it it seems for me, my opinion. I'll 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 answer and say to call something nowadays a kaiju film as long as it's within that realm which this is giant monster and it also has like a bunch of other characteristics like the giant monster is usually neutral in its manner it's not necessarily a positive force or a negative force um oh wait intervention usually does something to catalyze its arrival uh it says succinctly they're not merely big animals uh they're something beyond that but it then dwells upon subcategories, including mecha kaiju. So um, I think because of the fact that it, especially in the film itself being so formulaic, honestly, I, I think the usage of the term now is kind of like paying homage to the, the uh, yes. to the to the idea of kaiju, because uh, it's a it's not like it's being mislabeled or misused, right. and it's not like the meaning and this specifically this isn't like a a spoof on the film so it's not like disrespectful in any means um so i don't i don't think there's true issue in it um i I think it's safe to say you know i although king kong came first i believe 
safe to say that Godzilla is the patriarch of kaiju. So uh, it has a uh, 1954 film. Godzilla is commonly regarded as the first kaiju film. Yeah. So I, I'd say it's you're probably right in the idea that it's paying its respects by calling other films. Yeah. In the same category. Yeah, I'd say that's a good idea. And I, I don't know what else to call it. I guess creature feature would have been the Americanized phrase. Ideology. Yeah. But within that. Just being... curious. It just popped yeah, in my head when I was that's watching fair. it. And I think the big difference between the two within creature feature specifically is that just creature feature has more of a, a basis within real life uh creature real life creatures quote unquote so like, yeah, like a werewolf or yeah a, an alligator a crocodile yeah. shark whatever so I, I i could see i could honestly see though both being labels for this movie i just do think kaiju is the appropriate term because kaiju as a genre seems to have a very based formula type of movie and i think this falls in line with that yeah because uh, in creature features the creatures are typically like purely antagonistic forces like they're actively hunting humans yeah. there isn't much of a disparity between like oh could the creature maybe be turned or studied pretty weak <laughs> yeah or yeah. there is no lore it's just a yeah. monstrous creature was created right. somehow so oh my god megalodon Good, 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 good discussion to to start the. He's already a very intelligent episode. That's what people tune in for. We're educated individuals, okay? Believe it or not, yeah. So, so we'll do our we'll do our bit. Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. These scores are interesting to look at. They are expected. One one is more unexpected than the other. I'd say. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Critically, what do you think this movie has received? Um. All right, if let me it, try to do some deep analysis. If it influences, <laughs> it does not have, it only has 26 reviews. Okay. So, well, critically. considering it, it is a very by the book movie, in both of our opinions, I would say the critic score must be high because they typically like when people good, play it safe. Good, good theory, good theory. You're um, on the right track. So I'm going to go 75. A little bit higher. Is it 80? It's in the high 80s. Ooh. Yeah. Like 88? Yes, correct. Ooh. 88. So uh, it has an 88% critically critics consensus. Troll doesn't rewrite the monster movie rule books, but with mythology this rich and action this exciting, it doesn't have to. Yeah. I have my issues with the statement, and it's just <laughs> the action quest the action. Uh audience score much lower. Six, what do you think? Lower. 40. Bit higher, but not 50. Oh my god, there's like 10 numbers in there. <laughs> 46. 47. Ah! 47% from a thousand plus ratings. Troll's decent visual effects aren't enough of a reason to sit through its predictable story, cheesy dialogue, and uneven acting. Um, I don't think the acting is necessarily uneven. I think everybody's pretty on par. In my opinion, nobody really shined outright. Like, the main character was the main character. But she was bang average for what she was supposed to do. I think that, you know, they're, what's the right word I'm going to go for here? <laughs> they're, I'll just say, their stereotypical roles that they were placed in, Yeah, they all did the job. Like, yeah. the goofy guy was the goofy, and the the mean 
uh, military boss guy was, you know, that, and he got his comeuppance, and then, and you know, com love completely interest. immoral and is looking yeah, out for the country just, and doesn't care about anything else. There was it. no surprises in this movie. <laughs> yeah, not not even a little bit. I, I'd say that the surprise for me was how bad the comedic relief was, and I don't know. It just the comedic relief specifically from the character. Uh, he's like the in the movie. Uh, he is the. What's what is her role? Prime Minister, Prime Minister's advisor. Yeah, is he Andreas, him, right? I think. Yes, played by Andreas Isaacson. I feel confident in that. Uh, he, I think he's just called Falk throughout the movie, if he's referred to at all. Um, or no, Andreas is his. Yep, got it. Character name. Kim yeah. Falk is his actor name, <laughs> I like, I and I can definitely you're... say that. <laughs> so Kim Falk is comedy relief, and it just felt like the writers were trying too hard to make funny towards americans which well I'll to be, be fair the, they're throwing on netflix so. for that <laughs> um, go ahead we, we just know that europeans are a little different than us in <laughs> that's true so that, that might true. just be funny to them i don't uh, know <laughs> that's fair there was one joke that i actually really liked but i'll say that when we get there um <laughs> also it should be known just for transparency i watched the actual or yeah watch the actual dubbed version or no subbed version sorry yeah, I so i i listened to the actual norwegian dialogue and english subtitles so i think that the um not necessarily the translations but the delivery in the dub definitely did not hit <laughs> in a lot of times so I, hope, I mean i don't know if the delivery seemed more fluid and realistic in the um a, a bit but i think that's also part of my issue with the comedic relief is that it wasn't very like it was still stiff uh, gotcha. even yeah, in very, even very in the original part. like yeah. means of it so we'll get into it if you like kaiju movies go check it out if you like giant creatures destroying cities check it out uh don't have too high of expectations like we said it doesn't really do anything different it's a safe movie i i think it fills a, a gap for kaiju movies because when's the last kaiju movie that came out it's probably the last godzilla movie which was what like two three years ago yeah i think so like the pandemic it feels it fills a niche gap that we haven't had filled in a few years now i can't speak on uh japanese media maybe they've put out some smaller yeah, in, kaiju in, films in america it filled again <laughs> yeah. yeah so for america and a very american streaming service it filled a niche gap uh it's also a netflix original which Everybody has their own discourse on streaming originals to begin with. So if you just have it out against Netflix originals, I get it. I really do. So I'll also say um, for this being the in quotes, number one foreign film on Netflix. <laughs> there's not a lot. People need to start watching other <laughs> foreign films. <laughs> right. This what was is a not, it's not bad, but it does not deserve that title. That one movie. I forget. I think it's called The Ritual where it's they're all does English foreign would it i probably not it's not like foreign foreign because it's all english dialogue yeah. but it's uh, so in norway isn't it i think something somewhere around there and within europe um i like that movie that movie's a lot better than this shit was parasite <laughs> ever on netflix i don't think so maybe it also maybe they were talking about foreign netflix originals yeah but that's probably that, <laughs> that way they could really be like yeah we're number one because it's the only yeah. one <laughs> fair but we'll get into it we're introduced to our uh main character as a child she is nora tideman and they are 
Climbing mountains. This is a bold thing. It is some interesting parent-daughter bonding, in my opinion. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you could sell this to me as a child, but you know, Europeans are a little different, like we said. Yeah. I guess there's just no real uh mountain rock climbing in America and Maryland specifically. Yeah, we got the Appalachian Trail to go off. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, either way, we we get the classical tale. The dad's talking to the daughters like 13 trolls stayed out drinking too late. And when sun broke, they turned into stone and they became the mountains. Right. And we have this little visual effect. It's just the setup for the title card. She looks into the mountains. We see like seven faces, essentially. And uh, so, you know, he's like, you just got to believe and then you'll see. It's not how things work, but she <laughs> believes and she sees the faces. We get our title card. 20 yard jump. 20 yard. I. Wow, 20 year. That's a big jump. <laughs> 20 year jump into the future. Here so I'll I'll address my first issues right now. The story revolves around 13 trolls, right? I don't expect to see 13 trolls. This immediate image we see in the first 5 minutes shows us at least 7. But by the time we get into it, we get one troll. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to assume budget is small. It's not a Godzilla film, so I'm sure they weren't like greenlit for a huge amount of money. But I think this you could immediately disparage yourself from any generic kaiju comparisons if you re reduce your one large troll and turn it into like five medium sized trolls. <laughs> I think this movie could have been a lot better off rip if it didn't just have the one monster. I don't I know. How do you feel about that? I have no idea. I didn't watch Megalodon. Or whatever it's called, the Meg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, and it actually did what you're saying, where they had the Meg, um, they caught a big-ass shark that was obviously not a normal shark, and then the Meg ate that one <laughs> and, you know, killed a bunch of people, and it really took, it, it really added to the film instead of just one big shark that they're fighting the whole movie. Yeah. So I, I actually, that is probably a good idea. Um if they would have had a, like multiple, at least two. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think, and I think maybe, and again, it's a big budget thing because it's all CGI animation, obviously, for the yeah. sake of the creature. So I understand why it didn't happen or most likely why it didn't happen. But I think it really could have immediately ascended this movie if we had like even three trolls, honestly. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, not to, I won't say it now because it's a pretty big part of the end of the movie, but um, they kind of, Part of part of the main plot of the movie revolves around there only being one troll. Yeah. Which is why I didn't have as much of a problem with that. But I definitely, through your explanation and just like thinking of other movies, can see how it might have been a better movie if it wasn't just one angry dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think it gives you more flexibility. There's more things to do. There's different ways of writing the movie. Um, but again, I digress. It's probably, like I said, a financial issue. It might've been what they wanted to do, but couldn't figure out how to do it affordably. So either way, 20 year jump, we find out the girl, she grew up into an archeologist of sorts along those lines. They end up finding, they don't even really tell us what it is, but it just looks like the generic T-Rex skull that they yeah, find literally. on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and we get some, uh, this is like crossed with um another they're like protesters are at this mountain drilling i don't even, I don't even think they explain why they're drilling through the mountain 
Like, kind of I think it was just doing it. railway. Yeah, okay, fair. So there's a bunch of protesters there. And I thought this was funny. Like they made so the guy who's like holding the switch to to like set off the bomb, they just made him like cartoonishly evil looking in this one <laughs> scene. And I was like, would he really be that like I, like I'm trying to think of somebody whose job this actually is uh, just surrounded by a mob of angry protesters. Do you think he'd look as evil as possible? I think he'd be scared and like I don't know why I work my job anymore. I right. really got to find a new field. And he <laughs> was like spitefully doing it. <laughs> yeah, he, like he he presses the button. He's like, "Yeah, fuck you guys." He's like looking at him like, "Yeah, watch this, you motherfuckers." <laughs> <laughs> Can't do shit about this, losers. Like, all Blows right. Fucking mountain to pieces. <laughs> Well, yeah, blows them out into pieces. We hear roars, yada, yada, yada. You already know the trolls up in there. The uh, prime minister of Norway gets briefed and brought in on it. They show her the footage of everything. <laughs> and so we're, we're introduced to your generic, as Gavin explained, everybody has like a very expected role of them. And they all do what they're expected to do. Like nobody fails on what's expected of them. So... The prime minister gets brought in. They bring in her for some reason. I forget the exact reason why. Um, they bring in Laura Tideman into yeah, no idea. the government. <laughs> I like, I, and maybe I missed it. I I, yeah, yeah. I guess because of her. So they show footage, and they show that like it's very clearly a giant footprint, but they have all these other scientists trying to like explain it through other natural scientific means. And then she just cuts in and she's like, we're all aware that that's a fucking footprint, right? Like, that's not some bullshit gas exploding. Like, that's just a footprint. They're like, like, yeah, strong, and like, rebellious, educated woman. <laughs> and everyone's like staring at her like, hmm, maybe, you know, we can't be too sure, though. But maybe and <laughs> like, you, what? <laughs> and then there's gatekeeping guy who tells women to calm down. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, and and because one of the explanations had to do with like uh, one of the other professors opened his argument with um, climate change. The dickhead guy made a joke about the uh, Swedish Swedish girl. I believe she's yeah, Swedish. Should, should we Greta. Call <laughs> yeah, he was like, should, I thought that was funny. That was a that good was one. Good. I'll, I'll like give him that one. I was like, damn, a, a Greta, Greta joke, huh? Well, then the other guy was like, oh, it's just methane pockets causing sinkholes. And she was like, oh, oh for real? <laughs> with toes? <laughs> Yeah, Greta, Greta Thunberg. Sorry, just just in case everybody doesn't know who that is, Swedish activist, etc. Either way, um, it's very interesting. Again, and this is like these are all film things generically. I look out for now. There's a, after the reveal of the footage, and that there's like a freeze frame of a very obvious troll in the image, and somehow there are still doubters. Uh, the camera only shows us her reaction. But it's only showing us her reaction. And her reaction is like looking to see how everybody else is reacting. But we don't see their reactions. So what's the point? Either way, we also now have the introduction of the comedic relief character, as we mentioned. And it's just not funny to me. What do you mean, dude? When he, he trips, just... it's not funny. <laughs> he in his whole his whole spiel. It's just like he's comedic relief. And that's it. And so they don't give him any other weight as a character. They don't give him like he's literally just the the comedic sidekick this entire movie. Whoever he is paired up with in any scene 
he's just meant to be their funny counterpart. He, he's like he's like when Kevin Hart's in a movie. <laughs> he literally doesn't. He has no purpose. He's just there yeah. to go. Wow. <laughs> Haha. Yeah. That's and, this guy. <laughs> and so he gets paired up with um, what's her name again? Damn, I'm bad at this. Nora. I'd? Nora. Yes. Ayn is her real name. Nora. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he gets paired up with Nora throughout this whole movie for the most part. At one point, he's telling her about how he wants to be a writer. And he's just talking about this terribly terrible story. And it's just not funny. Did you happen to write down what his story was? Because I didn't. No, he said it was something along the lines of whatever he's writing about can turn its head into a ball and then throw it. And then as once it throws it, it's its own object. Oh, yeah, of, he's like of, a superhero or some dumb shit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's not. And. It'd be fine if that was a one-off instance, but it's the instance they decide to go with. <laughs> so then every joke he makes in the future, every joke about him in the future is him starting to tell somebody about his story and he just gets cut off. And that's the joke is that he gets cut off every single time and that nobody cares and that nobody listens. I can just imagine all these Norwegians sitting in a theater just geeking. When he's <laughs> saying this shit. Like It's just not funny to me. And don't get me wrong. I have a terribly warped sense of humor now that I've been on the internet since my developmental days, but it's not even like one of those, like, okay, I could see that being funny. It's just not funny. <laughs> I don't get it. I know. So, I, I needed yeah. to see what I saw on Twitter today, which was a wombat saying pee, pee, poo, 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 pee, pee, pee. <laughs> yeah. If, <laughs> that's what I needed. In this <laughs> if you want to make us Americans laugh, it has to be just borderline questionable what you're even trying to do or what you're yeah. even trying to say yes either way <laughs> i digress we get I'll, I'll give it to it quality choice here is they only take about 30 minutes to show us the troll in reality so that was a good call yeah. relatively expedited we don't get a lot of background like i for, didn't the first godzilla movie like recently like the 26 whatever it was 2016 maybe didn't it take like an hour to show Godzilla or am I just, or am I thinking of a, no, uh... yeah, that, that was the one with Brian Cranston, right? <laughs> I I don't know about that. Honestly, off the top of my head. 2014. Yeah. He like, the movie was all like all character development, <laughs> but then the next two movies, no character development. <laughs> so it like, I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah. it's fine. Waste the whole movie to make the next two awesome. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or like in Godzilla versus King Kong, it took like an hour for the, or hour and 10 minutes for them to finally even be in the same area. Yeah. And then that fight lasts like five minutes. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. But either way. And let me, <clears throat> here's my other gripe immediately. And again, I don't know if this is like historically a thing that people thought or not. They gave the troll a tail. And I think it was a really, really, really bad design choice. There is a shot later in the movie where the troll is just like standing after, I forget what it is specifically, but you kind of just see his outline. But for some reason, they animated the tail to drop between his legs. And because you're primarily only seeing his outline, it just looks like he's hanging massive dong on the city. <laughs> Why did you give him a tail? And I think in, in, even in the movie, he only uses it defensively or offensively, whichever, or uh, once. Well, I think it was an accident. He was just That turned. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, do trolls have tails? I don't think I've ever, even in, like, fictional children's books, ever remember. Even trolls, the, like, animated movie yeah. from, like, 20, so, none of them, they don't, 
Nobody has a tail. Looking at actual Norwegian mythology images, some do have tails. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like, I don't know, pop culture, I guess, like video games, I've never seen one with a tail. Fair. Okay. So I think it's whatever. (laughs) Yeah, it's whatever. I just think it was a bad decision. It made for a real, like I said, that shot of him basically, like I said, hanging dong on the city. I accidentally, I laughed. And I was like, I probably shouldn't be laughing. But it was just funny. No, we got zero doll, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, not he, wearing pants. He, he doesn't actually have a penis, though. I will say that. He's not. They need to give him massive balls. For real. They I should have made the movie better. <laughs> just, just give him, like, a stone outline of physical characteristics, but, like, not be realistic. You know what I mean? No, I need hyper-realistic <laughs> balls on this troll. Give him gigantic <laughs> nipples. And, yeah, just really go all in. Um, But it's fine. Uh, we instantly, <laughs> pretty quickly on as well, we get reunited with the father. And again, kaiju movies, you're not watching a kaiju movie for character development and character relations. So I won't pound on the movie too hard for this. But like, the apparently the daughter and the father had a falling out because he went crazy conspiracy theorist style with all his uh, discourse on trolls. And they just make up really, really quickly. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because spoiler alert, the troll ends up killing the father mm-hmm. about 10 minutes after they reunite and squash their beef. So like, why even really give them beef to begin with? Yeah. <laughs> it, I it, to mention, it, like the beef is not, there's, it's not even a real beef. He's just like, yeah, Hey, what's up? And then, I mean, after pulling a gun on her, he's like, Hey, yeah. Yeah, what's up? And then she's like, stop. I don't like you. And then like 10 minutes later, she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, like I haven't said, it, it's just like, it's interesting because if they wanted to do it this way, I think they should have taken a little more time with it and they should have been like, okay, somebody within the government should have been like, well, you know, your dad kind of went crazy, but he knows a lot about trolls. And she was like, no, I refuse. I will not talk to him. Yada, yada, yada. But it's her idea to go talk to him. So obviously the relationship was never that negative. And she even gets mad at him at random points for trying to reconnect yeah. And it's like you cut him off because he lost his job, basically. Like, relax. <laughs> you know? I don't know. He's like, Why did you come to me? And she's like, Well, nobody knows these mountains better than you. And he's like, Yeah, because I look for trolls. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, okay, so why are you still being mean to him? Yeah. Now that like, you're in people about trolls. She's like, shut up. <laughs> Stop talking. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, ah, but it's fine. I think <laughs> it's whatever. I think. As opposed to this being a kaiju movie, I think this is more of a, how do I say? I think it has its own genre title, and it was a big thing in the 70s for creature features at that time. I forget what they're called, but I think this is an environmental horror movie. That's what I'm going to call it, mm-hmm. and we're, that's how I'm going to swing it. Well, Godzilla's technically that, right? Um, I suppose, but I think Maybe it's not more, these days. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more realistic. To again within that same vein of reality we explained earlier, to conceptually believe that even though don't they eventually take Godzilla into captivity, or is that just King Kong they do it too? Just Kong. Okay, that makes sense. So (laughs) with how this movie ends, I didn't like the ending either. By the end of it, I I get I get the ending, Ending but I I think with a creature like this, you could have realistically captured it and, and made it scientifical study. But 
uh, spoilers, that's not what happens. But we'll we'll I'll I'll expand on the thought as we progress uh, onward through the movie. It was, it was basically like if Godzilla was more destructible, it would be this movie. Yeah, there wouldn't yeah. be three. There wouldn't be three new Godzillas. It would be the first one where they shoot all their missiles at him, and then he just dies. That's what this. <laughs> there would only be one movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's this, what this, this movie is. <laughs> this is Godzilla. If Godzilla wasn't just immune to everything in the entire yeah. world, <laughs> right. that's a, that's actually a picture perfect comparison. Um, so the other way I know that they wrote their humor with America in mind is the interaction between comedic relief guy one and military leader one and military military leader asks, do you have military experience? Comedic relief guy says, yes, call of duty. Ha ha. ha. <laughs> if this were a sitcom, this would be the laugh track portion of the movie. God, and then Jim just... looks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I, like I said, that is how I know that a bunch of lines were written with, purely americans in mind it doesn't work not for us intellects all right or <laughs> idiots whichever you want to call us but either way i i did like there there are some spooky moments in this movie and, and i'll highlight them uh real quickly i liked the first reveal of the troll i thought was really good the uh, daughter and the dad are kind of just like standing and talking around and then out of nowhere, its eye opens up behind the dad and really good reveal. And then we have this uh, night vision sighting where the military guy is showing comedic relief guy how night vision works and they end up seeing the troll through the night vision. Pretty spooky. Again, tame. Yeah. Again, we're visual you know, I'll call it horror adjacent. I'd call all kaiju movie eh, all kaiju movies horror adjacent by default. Um barring like I said Cloverfield which finding out that's technically kaiju is interesting, but I digress. I didn't really like the I I only ever watched that first Cloverfield movie. Mm. Not for me. Done in the, done in the vein of found footage by the way. Yeah, uh, another just- another movie with a really good marketing campaign. So it did well because of that primarily in my opinion. And that is obviously written in the vein of horror, but I think that also had like little earthling creatures, like ground level creatures that came out and started attacking people. So that's like very clearly horror while this, we are very much so um, pushing the agenda on everybody, but that's okay. Little, little side note. I have to say, it's pretty rare these days we get really good like ad campaigns for horror movies. Yeah. And we got two of the best back to back in Barbarian and Smile. Facts. Yeah. Like Smile sucked, but the <laughs> ads were great. And then Barbarian was just a perfectly executed, you won't know what the fuck is going on when you watch this movie. <laughs> true, 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 true. Yeah, I didn't go I didn't watch the trailer for this. I mean, I don't because I live an ad-free life at this point in my life. I pay for ad-free YouTube and ad-free Hulu, which are the only two things I really use. Um, I just don't see trailers ever unless I'm like scrolling Facebook and somebody shares a trailer. So didn't watch the trailer for this. I don't know. I mean, yeah, marketing. We gotta we gotta get some kind of re- renaissance for marketing for movies. I, mean, I don't know how but... streaming. It's I mean, 
it just pops up on the new on Netflix home screen and you kind of just click on it. <laughs> yeah, for real. And I don't it's it's hard to do any real viral marketing campaigns because the internet is what it is and everybody will go out of their way to do whatever it means necessary to like spoil a movie or reveal oh well it's bullshit yada 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 as oh, i said trailer looks good but the uh director punched a homeless guy in 2011 so, so uh boy, watch it. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, as and again as i've explained before like the blair witch project that literally could not happen today in today's day and age because those people would get doxxed by some fucking loser in his basement who has nothing better to do yeah. like guys actually everyone's still alive i found all of their exact locations at every single moment of every single day so don't <laughs> worry the movie's fake like thanks thanks either way some uh more more fun things with the troll uh troll interesting the dad at one point like approaches the troll he's like hey it's okay like tries to humanize the situation um i think it's the dad the dad gets fucked up by the tail accidentally yeah and uh r.i.p dad like i said pretty nasty crushed a tank in one stomp like that uh you know the craziest thing which i didn't think they were going to touch on um but like they actually made it a prominent part of the movie was the whole idea that trolls can smell Christian blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then See, that guy started praying and the troll freaked out. That was insane. <laughs> that's probably the best part of the movie is that like five minutes, you, you see a soldier praying, he's holding a cross to him and he's bleeding, like Gavin said, and, and the troll sniffs him out and is just like munch and that's it. <laughs> that guy's like, just dead. That was to me the scariest part of the movie that like, it wasn't actually scary, but like I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, they just don't. There's not a lot because, again, this movie's so grounded. The troll is not a true gigantic, grandiose monster comparatively to again a Godzilla or a King Kong. He's like least... the size of King Kong Skull Island, if that makes sense. Yeah, they and they and they, like they generally frame him to be smaller as well, like. He doesn't tower over the entire city. He doesn't tower over anything, really. He's just obviously a giant compared to everybody else. Uh, they they claim he's upwards of 150 feet tall. I don't fucking whatever, man. I don't know. I don't know how tall that is comparatively to the lore of Godzilla and King Kong, but they don't make him out to be. Which is another point of emphasis for me when I say they should have had multiple trolls. But either way. Uh they then go onward going with troll lore and so they get four helicopters to bring out a bunch of fucking church bells and just start ringing and like it kind of works but then the troll just fucking destroys them one by one because of course he does <laughs> the other other unfortunate part that i laugh at is there's a stupid little kid in town that's just staring up at the troll the entire time and we see the dad freaked out like looking for his son he he finds his son grabs his son and then looks up and sees that a crumpled up helicopter is falling on them he has maybe no for sure he has multiple minutes to deal with the situation and instead stands completely still but protects his child physically yeah you could have just die. <laughs> if that hit you. You will. You both will die. <laughs> yeah, there's, like it doesn't for being a concerned parent. 
me personally, I am sprinting, scooping, and continuing to sprint. This guy is like, oh, thank fuck I found you. Like, let I us... will save you from the multiple ton pieces <laughs> of metal falling from the sky. <laughs> let us let us tenderly embrace under this helicopter for our last multiple minutes together, because it's very much so not moments. And this, I, I and I still don't really understand why they did this, but the troll just grabs the helicopter as it was falling. And I guess it's like an intimidation tactic from the troll or something. So I actually have some discourse on this as well. I thought really heavily about this <laughs> specific scene. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it ties into like when the dad walks up to it and he's like, Hey, like, and he's doesn't kill him right away. Mm-hmm. So do you remember in Godzilla? I sorry, we keep comparing it to Godzilla. I just, it's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. In Godzilla, when um, in King of Monsters, when he gets hurt really bad by the hydrogen destroyer mm-hmm. and goes underground to basically Atlantis. Um, and it's like, they're like, oh my goodness, humans used to in, uh, live side by side with Godzilla. They made him this throne room, et cetera, et cetera. Do you remember that at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was also a key point in this movie was that trolls used to live side by side with the humans. It's just that once Christianity came in and Norway got Christianized, I think was how they worded it. Mm-hmm. Um they couldn't live side by side with the trolls anymore because they didn't like Christians, etc. It's because they said they explained it as like the um, the leader of the Christianity wave. Basically, if you could not convert to Christianity, you were dead. And right. the trolls lacked the intelligence to become religious, basically. So right. they killed they're them. almost <laughs> humanoids. Yes. In a, in a sense. But they so, yeah, that's why they were exterminated in quotes. Um, but this ties right in to how much more realistic this movie is because the troll is not 300 feet tall and doesn't spew atomic breath. (laughs) (laughs) He's, he's basically a Neanderthal. That's big. I mean, the best way to put it, that's also made of stone. So can interpret and perceive what's around it. It has the the ability to feel empathy. That too. But, and I think that's the big thing. I think they should have written into more was that empathy and the fact that they did used to live side by side again you can make this thing a lot more you can make the whole movie a lot more terrifying or give more weight to the troll itself because that's the big thing is that generally speaking especially for the generic kaiju movie is they attempt to make you feel sympathetic for the creature and i think this movie really lacked in that department because they didn't really do it from the jump. They, they waited were, for the last like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they they focused primarily on making it a threat for some reason, even though it's the least threatening looking and acting of any kaiju to date, and then try to throw in this random bit of empathy for it towards the very, very end, uh, when I just, I just it doesn't work. It doesn't work, because then I don't care. <laughs> and I feel like from the jump modern king kong was given that respect that he is a sentient being of emotion and yeah. cognitive ability whereas you know it it wasn't until you know the last two movies they started giving godzilla expressions <laughs> and it's like look i understand he also was a member of a family he in the old movies he had a son all this crazy <laughs> shit but you they, they're so unbelievably big and insanely powerful mm-hmm no nothing can convince me that humans lived alongside them i don't care yeah really nothing you do but the troll 
like I said, he's literally almost a human. <laughs> like in everything <laughs> that he does, he had, you know, he was the king and all this stuff. It's way more in the realm of possibility. And that's what I enjoyed about this movie the most. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know why I'm thinking so heavily. <laughs> dumb it's, shit just, movie. it's just interesting because that's the thing is that the, the troll is humanoid. So I feel like the empathy factor could have been written in way easier. Yeah. And we, we could have cared for this movie to where at, instead of like being a traditional Kaiju movie, we could have it be a lot more emotionally heavy than that of a Godzilla or a, and that, I mean, that's just kind of issue with the source material, I suppose you could say, and that a troll in and of itself, um, you're just not going to be, you know, like, I I don't know. There's a lot more they could have done again, that, which is why my when we get to our eventual rating, my rating is so low because the potential for it is so much higher. And instead they went generic formulaic route when this this movie had a lot of potential to be a lot different with yeah. said source material. And I think it's just, my yeah. I, what I would have loved at the minimum, because I think it was implied with the dad mm-hmm. or his dad that he understood what trolls were truly yeah if he would have just said it mm-hmm. <laughs> like if he would have just said that the troll is you know to be respected and they will respect us etc all of mm-hmm. that the whole movie could have been different and better mm-hmm. yeah um that's all it needed to do really and <laughs> i think i think in and again the same essence like they could have written in this idea that she understood that too like, I, I hate to make it anything like supernatural or paranormal or anything, but like how Gavin just said, uh, the dad's this huge conspiracy theorist. So why not give him a little more weight and importance as a character and that he un- like truly understands the trolls, like Gavin is explaining. And instead of what happens, which is, so the movie culminates uh, by the end of it, the lead leading lady, I forget her name again, she, uh, Nora, has this great big plan to lure the monster into a trap. And it's not again, toward it's not until the last 10 minutes where she's like, I've made a mistake. Right. Why do that? <laughs> why, why not? Like they, because they already have it written in that she's defying the government. Why not double down on that idea? And ha- instead of her leading him to a trap, which by the end of it, we find out there's this random fucking right in character. His name is Sandin, who magically who knew her father. So he knows her by default. And he has this huge mansion basically on the burial grounds of the trolls. So instead of having her lead him to a trap, you just have her lead him there because that's where that's the they explain. That's where he's going. He's going home. He wants yeah. to go home, you know, and yeah. If you take him there instead, you've now broken the genericness of your movie. It's a completely different idea. Yeah, if they would have used the trap as a red herring and she actually drove him there, that would have been so good. Way better. <laughs> that would have been a that would have been a perfect, generally co- could be seen or couldn't be seen twist ending. That would have been perfect, you know. Yeah. And in that same vein. There you get there. If you don't want to do multiple trolls from the start, don't have the entire species killed off. Have like this random right in character 
who's already useless because he's very clearly forced to be written in to have the ending. He's literally just a information dump for the characters. He is the reason why they find out the troll's purpose. What was he like the king of Norway or something dumb? I, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I, I, I because he's su- it's just such a stupid character that they clearly were writing themselves into a corner and they're like, how do we get out of this? Boom, extra character that magically knew the dad and now knows he she existed, you know? Okay. And the fucking comedic relief character is somehow our tie to this character. You just met him at, at a party. <laughs> just just to give the comedic character some kind of weight and importance to the movie, he knows the penultimate information dump character. Yeah. Yippee, you know? All extremely formulaic. She could have taken him to his homeland and he could have then linked up with a bunch of trolls, dapped him up, and that could have been the ending. And it would have been a lot better. My thing is also, trolls live mountains, caves. That was a cave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like also, not a mountain in sight <laughs> of the like main lair. <laughs> so yeah. not really buying it, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> So he, he explains that basic he he explains the whole Christianity movement and how the trolls couldn't practice Christianity, so they mass the mass slaughter of the trolls. He now resides where the troll king used to live, which is why the troll is heading in that direction, which just so happens to also be like the capital of Norway. Yada yada yada. It's really not good. <laughs> also, um, how just absolutely morbid is it that they're driving around with his kid's skull? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that and that's so they randomly part of the the luring is they put they thank God they didn't try to show it on screen. They managed to put this massive skull in a generic Chevy pickup. And I assume also that was meant to be comedic relief for Americans. They they go through his garage and he has all these super nice, very clearly European foreign cars, sports cars. (laughs) Yeah. And then they have this random bright yellow. 1970s chevy pickup that can hold a gigantic skull still go 80 miles an hour while holding said gigantic (laughs) skull uh be faster than the giant strides of a 150 foot tall monster whatever just deal with it okay and they take yeah they take his dead son's skull to lure him into a trap to kill him to where she realizes oh no this isn't what i want to do and then he gets killed anyway because the sun just so happens to rise. Really, really bad ending. Yeah. Like, demonst- like just so terribly bad, it's unbelievable. At that point, they needed to have him live. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. They, again, for an extra five minutes of movie, you could have the sun beginning to rise. She realizes, oh shit, we gotta get him to safety quick. And then they go to the fucking place, the Troll King, where he yeah. used to live, and take him and save him. And then, you know, the movie ends with the troll dapping her up, you know? And now they're partners in science. Ta-da! <laughs> All, which, again, that would have been very much so, you know, King Kong-esque. But still, wh- why'd you kill the troll? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a much better ending if you just have them live harmoniously again, or just straight up kill them. Like, don't, don't yeah. take it back. Just do it. <laughs> don't, don't give, don't give her regret now. No, this wishy washy shit. It doesn't make any sense for her to regret her decision at the last second because obviously, throughout the entire movie, we see she's a very active, like environmentally friendly, you know, 
creature animal friendly like that's the notion they give us of her character why is she trying to kill it anyway like she her grand idea is to take it into this open land where they shine lights on it and she knows that lights kill them and so the only reason and the government's plan was to nuke him basically (laughs) so not only does she take him to his death? She takes him to the more painful suffering death. So she's just actually the worst character in the movie because the bomb would have been a lot quicker. She's kind of just a dick. She's actually the villain of the movie. Yeah. And that's where we determine this is an environmental horror movie. The troll was never the problem. She was the problem. Humanity is the problem. Yada, yada, yada. I could give you a whole think piece. I just wrote a multiple page paper on animal rights today. What do you want to know? You know? Uh, So super generic, super formulaic. That's troll 2022. I don't like it. I give it a two. I think the troll looked cool. I think it has a lot stronger lore than a Godzilla because of the idea of reality. As we explained at the very beginning, I think visually the troll looked good outside of the tail. But just too formulaic and too poorly written. It's just not a lot of substance, really. You said two? Yes, two out of six. Sorry. I'm giving it a... Uh, see, I'm going to... So I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit of a sucker for this. So I, I think, to... <laughs> I think whatever you would give your favorite Godzilla movie, cut that in half. And that's yeah, an so applicable I, score. No, literally, so... Well, so I would give Godzilla a five, like a five and a half. Yeah. It's not perfect. So I can't give it a six. I would give this movie a three. That's fair. Um, I was going to give it, was thinking about a three and a half, mm-hmm. but just because of that half that this lore really pulled me in, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't take much. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I think a three is fair in my rankings just because, you know, it doesn't do anything too wrong. But it also tries to do everything right, which it fails at. Yeah. That is a, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like the things it's doing with the troll, it can't get away with. Because as we've mentioned, the troll isn't as intimidating as a Godzilla or a King yeah. Kong. Those those two are monst- like just gigantic, like the size of continents in those movies, practically. Um this guy is probably shorter than the Empire State Building. It's really not. There's just there just had to be more, yeah. and they missed the mark. They they went too generic, too formulaic, and think like the when you do kaiju, you have a le- like physically legitimately large hole to fill because you know you are going to be compared to Godzilla, and. I you're n- you're not going to avoid those comparisons, and this movie failed. To- the fact that we talked about Godzilla so much in this episode <laughs> just yeah. goes to show how weak this movie is as a standalone movie. I think to really give it its own um, realm and really give it a- a more originality, they should have made it much smaller, and then had had the plot go like the local police force try mm-hmm. to handle it, and then their big last resort is to bring in like 
you know, I don't know, their version of like the National Guard with like one tank and some <laughs> some men. Like, yeah. Tim, I don't know troll lore, so I don't know <laughs> if they're all 150 fucking feet tall. Yeah, I, but, I would assume there are various sizes because, yeah. seemed like you said, they brought the sun skull out. So I assume they grow into that. Like that was a full grown troll, king, you know, the king, yeah. big boy. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like if they would have just made him smaller and even more based in reality, I think it would have gone a long way for the movie. Yeah. Instead of from the jump, he's fucking big as shit and we're shooting tanks at him, but he's fine. So we're going to nuke the city <laughs> like <laughs> that's so just on track with godzilla that yeah as furthest from godzilla as you can get so it's like you gotta pick one like yeah they contemplated they they contemplated nuking the city basically which that's egregious it's not obviously a nuke but it is a very large missile projectile that they evacuate the entire country for basically at least this immediate area the whole capital city (laughs) but she's able to kill it with six bright lights you'd see at an nfl stadium yeah so <laughs> it really undermines the whole idea that they were trying to draw up, like Gavin said, with it being this gigantic creature. And again, that's where I, I think there's also a through line where you have like a but like I said, a bunch of trolls that are like just barely bigger than like expected. Like give yeah. us a bunch of like 20 foot tall teenage type trolls to start. Yeah. And they successfully are able to fight back against that onslaught. And then you bring in this gigantic one. And it could be something well, like they killed the king troll and locked up all their all his sons or something. Yeah. And they're the ones that are now out and wrecking havoc. And they can't just nuke the city because they're all around. They're yeah. every like they're spread out. Yeah. No, it could have been a way crazier movie. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Look, whoever okayed this, they talked to the wrong people. All right. Mm-hmm. We got local kaiju expert Gavin here and massive up and coming film brain me right here. All right. Well, so in hindsight, I definitely, you know, I didn't think about this before, but I definitely would have liked to have John's opinion on this movie. as well. <laughs> he's also I mean, he's probably a bigger kaiju knowledgeable person than I am. Yeah, that's fair. But hey, man, that's that's the point of the, the podcast and the, the point of the every other week, you know? Thanks, John. This is my turn. Yeah, this is how <laughs> this is how this is how we get differing things and differing, you know. Yeah. So that's gonna do it for troll. Next week we're doing Krampus. That'll be all three of us. Uh you know Krampus 2015, I believe. Krampus fun fun perfect. That's next uh, I believe it's the twenty-third next Friday. Perfect. <laughs> I was going to say perfect. <laughs> I was going to say perfect timing is what I was uh, going to say. It's perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, next episode comes out hopefully the 23rd. I know this is back-to-back Saturday releases now. My fault. Um, but maybe I just delay it to Christmas Eve anyway because it is literally a Christmas horror movie. Either way. So Krampus next week. That'll be all three of us. Year in review the following week. Gotta gotta find out some things I want to do with that outside of just the generic like well, talk about our numbers. So if you have any ideas, hit us up on Instagram. If you don't already follow us on Instagram at Bloody Spork. If you want to email us further movie suggestions, you can email us at bloodysporkpod at gmail.com. I think that's everything from me. Uh don't yeah, I got watch, else. don't watch troll. Actually, I've now decided do not support Netflix. They need to know this is terrible and that they Thanks. should try again. Also, so. while we're here, before we go, we are on the dawn of the release <laughs> of the new Avatar movie. <laughs> no, it I came out. 
as a young boy, <laughs> was a fan of Avatar. <laughs> I have recently discovered that Avatar is an analogy for the turmoil and destruction of the Sioux peoples of, <laughs> of, of old America. It's not funny, but James Cameron is just a piece of shit. Yes. Um, He's just a megalomaniac. That... I'm no longer a supporter <laughs> of the Avatar movies. Uh, and I know Dan already wasn't. So I, I'm, I'm angry that you decided to close this episode with that because I spent like two days ago ranting to every person I've ever <laughs> talked to about how they are the worst amalgamation of movies imaginable. He needs $2 billion over four movies to be in the green. He himself said, I like the movie, so I know everybody else will. Go fuck yourself. The fact that he was given the budget to produce these four fucking movies 15 years after the fact with little to no cultural impact where your whole draw was a CGI spectacle of it all. That's now the baseline CGI expectation, by the way. So who gives a shit that you're doing it still? Um, I think I've said it multiple times now to multiple people. It's literally just James Cameron getting to stroke his meat all over the Hollywood film industry. And there's nothing we can do about it. So and nobody wants 3D. <laughs> and nobody Stop. wants nobody wants three more of these movies. I pro I don't care. If you like if you say you like these movies, you don't. Stop lying to yourself. You're just buying into the hype. You I just don't want, want to be on something have popular. To watch a movie in earth shattering IMAX. Okay. <laughs> and that's what I'm like the those being like borderline expectations of a person just to enjoy the movie at its like de- like whatever. I am a dollar ticket. Oh God. Anyway, that's going to do it for Buddy Spork. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. Bye, Sporkies. Bye, Sporkies. God.